I think he's gone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think he's gone to the pub. <laughs> I guess that's record my podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> of course you can. No, that's all right. <laughs> Georgia Ralph, if you're out there, please come back. Hello. I don't know if you're out there. Hello, 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 hello. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside. Hello everyone, it is Tuesday 29th of November and you are listening to What Are You Chirping Now For with me, Ella Bourne. And me, Georgia Ralph. <laughs> Although I will say that the listeners aren't going to be listening to this on Tuesday the 29th. No, but I want to give them context because okay. you are rather psyched up for the World Cup this evening, England v Wales. Yeah, yeah. Big She's game. off to the pub after this. Big game indeed. Game. Do you know, I had a work email today from one of our suppliers and he emailed me saying, are you looking forward to watching the game later? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> Have you got any score predictions? Uh, yeah, 5-2 to England. Right. It's going to be a extreme. It's going to be a wash, mate. I'm going to say 1-0 England win. 1-0. Now, we've got, yeah. you've got to believe because if you believe too high, then... I don't know. It's just I'll get disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work in my favour. You're right. Um, but yeah, how was your week? How's my week? Ah, uh, busy again. Busy. Busy. Very busy. I d- it feels like only yesterday that we sat down to record the last one of these. Actually, do you know what it does? You're right. When did yeah. we do it? A week ago. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. We must be getting bored of each other, I think. Maybe. Too much time being spent. Indeed. Indeed, yeah. Um, But yeah, today's been a frustrating one. So I normally work in the office, particularly whilst the World Cup's on. And uh, Mm. the office flooded this morning. (gasps) Some pipe broke. So I'm working from home and I never get much work done when I'm at home. Mm. Because I just distract myself with other things other things yeah it's difficult working from home I love it but I hate it I love it because I feel like oh you're in your own home yeah it just feels very much like you're in your own time even though you're not yeah um but then I really miss like being in the office being around people and having that interaction I feel like I'm probably a more well maybe equally productive I don't wouldn't say I'm less productive at home Mm. but it's just that I don't know it's, it's different, isn't it? It's difficult. Yeah, I think I need to invest in a monitor because when I'm at home and I'm doing everything just from a laptop, it drives mm. me mad. Whereas if I've got another screen, I think maybe that's the yeah. way forward. What about you? How's yeah. your week been? It's been crazy, I'm not going to lie, with work. I've been doing some, been starting work at 2am some days, mm-hmm. other days 6. So yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I can't lie, I'm tired, I need to catch up on my sleep, but... I'm looking forward to watching the World Cup, maybe doing a face mask and just chilling out. Oh, that sounds like a plan. That yeah, like I can't plan. wait. Yeah. Right. What should we talk about today? Let's talk about off the back of last week's podcast when we mentioned post uni and how yes. to handle all of that. Um and our own experiences of that. Uh let's mm-hmm. talk about that. So how did you find finishing uni? 
Um, for me, so when I first handed in my my dissertation, so the very last thing to ever hand in for me, um, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Like, especially because in our house, so we lived together at uni, in our house, I think I was the first or one of the first people to finish all my stuff. Yeah. So I was like going out with my other friends. I was having a great time, loving it, going, oh, these guys still working. What absolute clowns. I'm not, I'm getting drunk with my mates. Yeah. <laughs> so at first I absolutely loved it. And then when you guys finished, it was even better. Like we had such a good time. Um, and I was really excited to to leave uni and just go home and, and start life properly. Yeah. Um, and I gave myself the summer to to not get a job and just have like a really fun summer. Just so I loved it initially straight off the back. I was like, yeah, this is fab. Love my life. And then I started work and I was really enjoying my job at the time. So it wasn't to do with that, but it, it's difficult because you do go from so much so like socialization to nothing. You go from living with your friends, talking every single day with with your housemates, then your friendship group, then your your classmates, then your cricket team. It's like so much socializing going on. Mm-hmm. Then you come back to to almost nothing. Like for example, we didn't talk every day. We talked once in a blue moon and and other uni friends. So that's the hardest part, I would say, is is getting away from that reality because it, it's not what normal life is like and it's quite a shock to the system mm-hmm. um and I always felt like I should be achieving more because I had a degree um because yeah. my first job was in a trampoline uh, I was manager at a trampoline park so I absolutely loved it I had a great time mm-hmm. um but there's when people say to you oh now you finished uni what are you doing it's that oh well I work in a trampoline park not using my degree it's that kind of yeah. guilt almost a shame because you're not using your degree yeah yeah, there's a few bits in that that I completely relate to as well. Um, mm. I remember when you finished your dissertation, actually, and the rest of us were still working on it. And I had a nightmare one evening because you'd gone out with your friends and you'd said you tried to persuade me to come out with you. And I was like, no, I really need to get on with this piece of work. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. And you okay. said um you said okay so what I'm gonna do is when I get back from my night out I'm gonna come and not like come into your room whilst you're sleeping and I had a nightmare that night that you actually did come into my room when you didn't and so I woke up the next day like did that happen did that not happen I have no idea so that you probably don't remember this but I, I remember coming to ask you if you actually did it in the end oh my god I'm so sorry yeah you should be <laughs> I think I can't believe I've traumatized you that much. It was more the dissertation stress that uh, caused the nightmare than you. Um, But yeah, that was really weird. Oh my God. I didn't realize I caused that much stress to you. I'm ever so sorry. I am petrified of you. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You you had this recurring nightmare that I'm going to storm into your room at midnight and just (laughs) stress you out. Ralph, come and party. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, God. But there were some other interesting parts of that that you said as well, like um, not feeling like you were achieving enough. Like I certainly mm. felt that when I finished uni, um, I went and worked printing sports shirts, which, yeah, okay, it's related to sport, but it's not at all what I wanted to do. And I very no. much felt like and continued to remind myself that I could have done that job when I was like 12 to the same standard that I was doing it at, at 23. So I wound myself up a lot about that and yeah found that really frustrating for myself um so that was a really hard time for me as well um particularly because as well the job that I was doing 
didn't really require much thought process. It was just you you get in a system and crack on. So mm. I had a lot of thinking time. Um, I was trying to listen to podcasts as much as possible to fill that thinking time. Um, but there still was a lot of thinking time. And I just, mm. yeah, just was thinking about what my life was the year before being at uni, living with mates. And then all of a sudden I was living at home with mum and dad. Um, a lot of my friends had moved away from the area and it was kind of mm. like, how do I like rebuild all of that again, but in this new place? Um, mm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's difficult because even though a lot of the time, for example, when I said to you, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm now working at a trampoline park, you, you're not going, oh God, why are you doing that for? You're like, oh, well, that's amazing. Whereas in my head, I'm going, oh, I feel embarrassed saying this because... Yeah because it's the expectation that you're going to go and be a lawyer be a doctor or do these amazing amazing stuff with with your degree when actually I wasn't using it then and even now that my job is more of a corporate job and it's it's higher up I'm still not using my degree at all it didn't require my degree you know when I got it I was told I got it because my personality so it's just it yeah it's that almost expectation you have in yourselves because you've gone away it's like you're expected to go away and come back with so much more and you yeah. kind of come back just a more grown-up version of yourself with a hell of a lot of memories. Yeah. Um, that's what I found anyway. Yeah, no, that's a good description. That's a very good description. Thank you very and much. Also, you've got your parents, your friends, anyone that you speak to that's always saying, oh, so what are you doing now? Or, oh, are you applying to more jobs? And they're, they're only doing mm. it to ask and find out more information. That's all they're meaning by it. But I know for me in my head, having to constantly say, oh yeah, I'm applying for jobs, but I haven't got anything yet. Oh, I still not found what I want to do. Oh, you know, I'm mm. still waiting to hear back from that job. Um, yeah. And I found that quite a long process. Um, and it's only just recently that I'm in a job that I am so, so happy in and kind of feel like I've actually hit that career path now. But that took me, so mm. I this job, middle of September. So that's a year and a half almost after I finished uni. Um, yeah. so it's a long time well it's not a long time but it felt like a long time yeah what is a year of your life it's not yeah it's not heaps and heaps of time really our timelines and our experiences are actually really similar because I think I only started my new job maybe a month a couple of weeks before yours yeah and yeah. we also left our jobs at the same time yeah. we had similar first jobs after uni and now we're in similar jobs now the way that we've progressed is actually quite interesting isn't it I didn't even realize that until now even though we've been speaking about it I hadn't realized that they'd actually been such a similar experience and I know for other friends like they're actually going through the same thing but where we just compare ourselves constantly it feels like you're so much further behind when you're not you're on the same level and that's only actually just clicked in my head now talking about it that's crazy and and that shows you the power of having these conversations I know when Mm. I'm first finished uni even to you and some of our other housemates when we were saying Mm. oh what are you doing now I was kind of in in myself I was hating my life and not in like not enjoying my job at all but when I was having the conversations with you guys and you all sounded like you were enjoying what you were doing and were really happy I was kind of like trying to hide that actually I wasn't enjoying my job but in reality I think we were perhaps all hiding that I know I had a conversation with one of our friends, I won't name who it was, but it wasn't until I actually dug a little bit deeper and was like, no, but are you actually enjoying life post-uni? 
And she went, oh, yeah. I'm not. Like, I'm not happy. Like, I do miss living with you guys and I do miss being around everyone. So, yeah, I think sometimes... Yeah, it's so interesting. When you finish uni, I think it is important to talk to your friends that are going through the same motions. Mm. Yeah, I agree, because... Um, a lot of the people around me who had finished uni before me, so friends from home and, you know, my brother, my brother's girlfriend, they've all had very different um, experiences. So, for example, my brother and his girlfriend, they're osteopaths. So they went to a, it's called a school, not a university, where they're trained to be an osteopath. You come out and you're, that they, they went into a practice with my dad and, and other companies as well. So they immediately had, had a career. So I think my family as well, they had this expectation that I had finished uni immediately get a job and have the same career when actually it's not that easy like like you said I was saying like I'm applying for jobs where I am doing it and they're going well why haven't you got one then I'm like well I've applied I'm, I've not heard back it's like well apply for more yeah. what do you think I've been doing like yeah. seriously it was a point where I got my laptop and I was like look apply for this 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 like I'm I am trying I, I do want a job I want money but yeah. it's not as easy as just getting one and then when you get one you're like well is this what I want to do? And you're like, no, then you feel like you're a failure if you quit immediately. Yeah. I mean, I was really lucky with my job because that job actually provided me with some really great friends who I now talk to now. Um, and it gave me a good good path. I, I became supervisor and manager and I, lo- I loved it there. I did like it, but it's just not what I wanted to do. I felt like I should be doing more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, wow, we've actually had really similar experiences, which shows that a lot of other people probably have the exact same thing. Yeah, 100%. I thought of a really good point then, and it's actually just gone out of my mind, and it's really annoying me. Sorry, I was probably talking too much that I blew it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll see if it comes back to me in a minute. We'll carry yeah, on. Yeah, let's try and let's try and provoke it. Provo- Ooh, come back. Come back? <laughs> Halloween has been and gone. No, that's the wind. Uh, sound yeah. to me. No, no, not Halloween. Easily confused. confused. Just off the back of last week's podcast as well, while we're on it, I've had a message from one of our uh, favourite listeners. So he's from my cricket club at home. He listens every week and he often shares on social media and all that stuff. So he's he's really great support. And he messaged me to say, by the way, it's called a balm cake, not a cob or a roll. So we had this debate last week, what do you call a bread roll? I'm down south, so I call it a roll. Um, And Ralph calls it a cob and I don't think it's either so he actually gave me a description of um what's what and I'm gonna give the description for you now so in West Yorkshire it's called a tea cake I can see that your screen's very I feel like you're breaking up I'll just keep talking um in West Yorkshire it's called a tea cake in East Midlands it's called a cob like Ralph said um in the northwest it's called a balm cake in Wales it's called a barra in England, it's called a bap. Yorkshire, a bread cake. Aberdeen, a softy. That's a bit bizarre. Mm. We wouldn't call it a softy, a cheese softy, would you? Or a sausage softy. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Northwest, it's called a balm. Oldham, it's called a muffin. I can see a muffin. Uh, the North, a bun. I can also see a bun. Uh, Scotland, a morning roll. Now, I thought that's a bit too like it says it a bit too much how it is a morning roll yeah that's a bit specific so you couldn't eat a morning roll in the evening could you this is what I mean yeah you couldn't have a morning roll at dinner because it's be a dinner roll um this one I'm interested in a, a Yorkshire one is called a stotty 
Stot it. Oh, I have heard that Stot before. It. Have heard that before. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know where that's come from though. I don't know where balm comes from either. Um, but then we've got Warwickshire called a batch, Lancashire called an oven bottom, uh, Yorkshire call it a scuffler, and then the good old South call it a roll because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. Rogue ones in there. <laughs> yeah, very rogue. I read it and I was like, oh, how bizarre. Yeah. Has your thought come back to you? It has not come back to me. I know it was on it was on finishing uni. I don't know. I think we have to skip. Okay, we'll just forward. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What do you want to talk about next? Uh, should we do our five question game? And let's do our five. Yes. Uh, questions. There you go. That sounded like um, you know the song where it goes five four calling bird three French friends four. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Can't well. No. It, it didn't start okay. out like that, but then it ended up like that, and then I thought, okay, let's carry on. It is. <laughs> let's just call it copyright and call it a day <laughs> actually let's, let's not for legal reasons um lol moving on oh yeah because we're um, really big and famous that we'll have a legal team on us we will one day we're manifesting one it. day one day we will one day. exactly so, so how's working uh you're asking we're asking each other five questions each and they have to yes. answer it are we making yeah. any guesses to what the answer might be or no no, so I'm going to say a question to you. For example, I'd say to you, Ralph, what do you think my name is? And you go, Ella Bourne. And I go, yes, you're correct. Or, uh-uh. oh. So we're going to get a score out of five and see who knows each other better. Okay. Ready? Do you want to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. Okay. George or Ralph? Lights down, music on. Dun, 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 dun. If I were to be an animal, what animal would I choose to be? As in you, what would you choose to be? Me. Yeah, you're answering on behalf of me. I'm telling you if you're right. I think you would choose to be... What's your favourite animal? But would I want to be my favourite animal? I don't know. No. I should know what your favourite animal is, though. I feel like I do know. I think it's a variety. I have one specific animal. I've got a variety in my head. I think you would want to be a sea animal. No, no not, answering. Not, not by that face. Um, a dog. <laughs> I'm going to go with a dog. A dog? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're incorrect. I mean, I wouldn't mind being a dog, but I've not got that in my head. What's in your head? Well, I would quite like to be a giraffe, I think. <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> any Any particular reason? Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty speedy in the old feet. Have you seen them run? Yeah, but they look. I feel really, like they look like they're gonna fall over when they run, though. So do I. Let's be real. That's, you do run like a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Like I'm channeling Melman from Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think they're quite cool. And imagine having that long neck that you can just go. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think I'd go for, yeah, a giraffe. So okay. that's an uh for you. Okay. Well, how how is this going to work, though? Are there all these questions supposed to be about the other person? Yeah, so I ask you a question. 
and you've got to answer on behalf of me and see if you get the answer oh, right that I would okay use. okay I'll alter the wording of my questions then that's fine okay um what would I sing in karaoke if I could only choose one song what would I sing so this is difficult is it are you by yourself or with a group by myself by yourself okay so I feel like you would choose a frigate team, like the whole, every single member, the whole squad. You would choose History by One Direction. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're with your, your team, you've just won a game, you would sing Country Roads and you would change the words to, to make it fit. So we, we had like a team song. But I think if you're by yourself, oh, I'm not sure because I know you sang this to two other friends, but I know you love the song. I think you'd go for Stargirl by McFly. Oh, I feel like there's a few options that I'd go for. I have You're quite to... versatile. Yeah, it would depend what mood I'm in. But I do think Stargirl would be up there, and I have done it before. So I think it'd be up yeah. there. That. Another one that I've never done, but I would love to do if I was by myself, CeeLo Green, Forget You. I'd love to do that. Oh. So. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Yeah, one. I feel like you could definitely own that. You would give that a good old. Mm. Yeah, there's sass. There's you've got it all in that song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Can we have a rendition of it? A little Georgia Elves version of "Forget You" by CeeLo. Get you. Oh, she can do a high note. What can't yeah. she do? Mamma mia. Okay. What is my favorite TV show? Your favourite TV show is, feel like there's a few options on this one now. Yeah, I'm backing you for this 100% because you've watched them all with me. You, well, really love Geordie Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but it is a guilty pleasure, yeah. did make us have a sleepover in the living room just to watch it. And what a fantastic sleepover that was. It was, it was, until I woke up at like five o'clock and was like, what am I doing? I'm just going to go back to my own bed <laughs> where it's comfy and I'm screwed up on a sofa. Um, <laughs> I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is going to be in there. Mm-hmm, 100%. There's, for me, there's a top two and that's one of the top two. Mm. But I'm not convinced if you'll get the other one because we haven't watched this one together. And at the time I said I hated it. But that's because right. I hadn't watched it. I didn't understand. So I'm probably not going to get it. Um, but you do like, what's the um, what's the one about, there's a, a, a Handmaid's Tale. Is that what it's called? Ah, uh, yeah, I did watch that a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not my favourite, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's one of your favourites, but I do recall you watching it. Yeah, because it's relevant with today's society. It was really impactful for me. But yeah, not my favourite, but yeah, very good. What's what's the other one then? Modern Family. Ah, uh, of course. That, yeah. I should have got that maybe. You do yeah. characters a lot. But I'm going to give you a point because Brooklyn Nine-Nine definitely is one of two and, and you got it, so. Oh, amazing. So it counts. we're at 1-1. One, 1-0. One. One I've got okay. a question in hand. Um, My question for you is... What is my biggest fear? Hmm. Probably not being friends with me, if I'm honest. 
Correct. And that's one point to Willowborn. <laughs> the biggest fear. I don't want to say it in case it's wrong. I tell you what your biggest fear is not. Wearing socks and flip flops. <laughs> I've got a video of you doing it and it's still wrong to this day. It's absolute criminal behaviour. I was actually um, talking to someone about that the other day because they were asking about how acceptable socks and sliders are. And I said, completely acceptable. But how do you feel about socks and flip flops? And they said, absolutely not. And I said, I used to do it to wind my housemates up. No, you did it because you're an absolute freak. <laughs> I just love flip flops, and sometimes my feet are cold. So that's that's not a, it's not a valid reason for for wearing it. By the way, I do have sliders now, so I can be forgiven. Yeah, I can understand socks and sliders. Um, your biggest fear? I want to say rats, but I don't know why I want to say that. Yeah, I, see, I don't really know the answer to this question either. Right. So if you don't know the answer, how am I meant to find the answer? I think if I was on, this is the way that I'm looking at it. If I was on I'm a Celeb, what would I be most fearful of being in a tank with? I think it would be rats. Yeah. But my other fear slash not a fear, but a weird thing is that I don't like touching bananas. And I think I don't. Uh, I don't know what my decision would be if I had to weigh up going on I'm a celeb and being like having to sit in bananas or <laughs> having to sit in a tank <laughs> with rats. I don't know what I'd prefer. I think I'd prefer to be in a tank of rats. That is. I remember you telling me about this banana fear before, and it's still absolutely wild to me. It really is. It me to sit in a bath of unpeeled bananas. Oh my! I don't think I could do it. <laughs> why what is it about the texture it's it's the you know the stringy bits on them yeah it's them they just like <laughs> stick to stick to you and they stay on you it just makes you feel dirty and ugh. but if it's if it's unpeeled then that won't be out yeah if it's unpeeled it'd be all right if it is peeled oh i see right okay and but it's even, a stringy I bit mean, I, do, I don't touch peeled banana unpeeled bananas but so if I had to sit in the bath with unpeeled bananas, I'd probably do that over the rats. Peeled <laughs> bananas, I think, are the rats. Okay, I'm going to take that as a as a loss for me then because yeah, your biggest fear is an unpeeled banana, which is absolutely outrageous. So that's a fear. But you yeah. see, you, the, I've, a lot of people ask me why why they think that this fear has come about and a it's the string bits but also I have these recollections of primary school where you'd get given fruit at break time and people would have bananas and like just leave them on the floor and they'd like rot a little bit and then they go all like sludgy and then someone would run <laughs> through them and it'd just be like this mushy banana on the floor that people would slip on and it just uh, makes me feel sick <laughs> So what you're saying to me is you have PTSD from a banana. Yeah. Okay. I I know what you mean though when it gets mushed into the floor, but I'm not physically afraid of of it. Well, I wouldn't say I'm scared of it. I just don't want to touch it. Like, don't put it near me. I don't want it near me. Okay. Okay. Eating a banana, like just stay away from it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we may have a title for this podcast, this episode. (laughs) <laughs> something to do with unpeeled or peeled bananas <laughs> we've hit the the jackpot there haven't we okay um, 
So this question is quite a wholesome question, I think. Okay. Um, so I'm quite excited to hear your answer. If I was upset, what would you do to cheer me up? Ah, oh, I would. Um, so I'd go to a shop and I'd buy, what would I buy? I'd buy you some biscuits and some chocolate. I do love a biscuit. I love a biscuit. Maybe, do you like chocolate milk? Yeah. And then... Well, there's something I love more than chocolate milk. How do I get my chocolate milk? Oh, chocolate milk straws. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd get some of them and then I'd put a film on. What film would I put? A Shrek. I'd put Shrek on. Um, I'd get your hot water bottle, some blankets, some um, fluffy socks. And then I'd like some candles that smell nice. Maybe still the one behind you. Um, and then get your face mask that you can put on whilst you're watching it. Oh, my God. You know me. That is exactly what I would do. Exactly. Pretty much word from word I think oh wow that's definitely a point you're very impressed actually because you even said fluffy socks yeah and I know I know I know how to treat you you oh you know me you really do do you remember we had those face masks and we had them and they looked like owls and foxes yeah my mum sent them in a I don't know what it was I think it was because we were doing our dissertation maybe so she said oh it's a little care package for you all yeah that was random but love Helen for doing that what a vibe. Is that when she sent us some cake as well? She did send us some, some cake at some point. Yeah. Your mum sent quite a few like care packages down. Mm. Good old hell. a legend. She probably looked after us, she did. She did. I love her. Do you know what, Helen? If you need my address, send more cake down. I can give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not an issue, by the way. <laughs> Just let me know. <laughs> Uh, right, um, do you want to ask me one? Yes. So my next question, oh, I've just lost it. Okay. What is my biggest pet peeve? Oh, I feel like probably a- me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can get away with a few for this because I have a few pet yeah. I've I've got, okay, having a hairball on the floor <laughs> and like having to pick it up or step on it. Yeah, that's a pet peeve. Yeah, 100%. Mm. 100%. I'll give you a point for that. Thank you very much. What are your other ones you had to mind? The first one that came to mind is phones at the dinner table. Like, a, if you've yeah. gone out for dinner with people, or you sat, mm-hmm. don't get your phone out. Yeah. Unless Agreed. it's like a weird emergency, but no, phone. phone. Mm-hmm. Agree. Do agree. Oh, wholesome. Yeah. What's your next question? Is this the last one or is there one more after that? I can't count today. This is... No, there's two more. Two more, okay. Yes. Um, So, what is my highest batting score in cricket? What's my high score? Oh, I feel like I should know, but I don't think I do. I don't think... I think I've told you, but I don't think you have any idea. You probably don't remember it. You've scored 100. I'm going to say 101. I've had that score before, but I've got higher. Not to, you know, uh, toot my own horn. 121. I've got higher. Okay, it's too high. Ah. Uh, That's really offensive. But so, we didn't climb that good. 
no, 117. 100%. Maybe even 118. Not 100%, but something around that, that kind of ballpark. All you cricket fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next question is what, you should get this, what is my favourite meal? Oh, I don't know if I know. You do. Do I? Mm. So you used to cook a lot with like lentils. You used to cook that a lot, but I don't think it's your favourite. Mm. Um, what else did you used to have a lot? You used to make this like chicken with like Philadelphia cream cheese. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. How did I do that? I don't know. I don't eat chicken, but you, you used to use, maybe you did it once then. Maybe it wasn't a regular thing, but I remember you having it once. Yeah, I feel like it sounds familiar, but I can't remember <laughs> to me the recipe so I can cook it again because I need to decide. <laughs> <to dinner tomorrow. laughs> well, there you go. I've just told you. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know if I know what your favourite meal is ever. Yeah, you do. I do. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint. Um, think about what I had instead of a birthday cake when we lived together. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't think you. No. It's starting to ring. It's starting to ring a bell that you didn't have a birthday. You're saying instead of it. That's that really does ring a bell. But what you had instead? It's not. It's not chicken nuggets. It's nothing like that. Give me another clue. Um, I mean, this, the clue of the cake type thing isn't a clue. To, well, it's it's only a clue to the meal. But I feel like it's okay. in that direction. Uh, so it's the same batter that you'd use to make a pancake, but it wasn't pancakes. Bun it's not waffles. No. Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Okay, so, so a roast. A roast dinner, yeah. With with gravy, of course. With lots of gravy. Uh, I'm not going to give you that point, I don't think. No, no, I didn't earn that point. That's fair enough. I'll give you half a point if you can guess which meat's my favourite in a roast dinner. Gammon. Absolutely not, no beef. Gammon's <laughs> the best choice I'd make. <laughs> oh, but well, then maybe I don't know you very well. Yeah. Okay. This one, I feel like you should get this one. So this is the last question I'm going to ask you. Okay. Me and our other housemate, Izzy Bunn, we wanted to do something together by the end of uni. We only discovered it. We only discovered that we wanted to do it in the last year. What did we want to do? You wanted, I do know this. <laughs> and if I say this and I'm wrong, because I'm going to say this very confidently, um, no. but you wanted to swill each other. <laughs> we did we wanted to spill each other because we'd watch a lot of Geordie Shaw and they always spill each other and we were like I wonder what it feels like to one swill someone and two get swilled so we made a made a we said we would do it in a club together but we never did it oh. I'm thinking maybe we can do it next week when we're in London yeah maybe as long as it's not <laughs> in the house so I don't have to clear it up that's absolutely fine. oh no 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 of course not um, okay, my last question for you is, what is my favourite zoo animal? Zoo animal? Or animal. We, you can go animal in general. Hmm. 
Are we in Australia or England? What type of animal is it? Oh, Ralph, I don't know. Your favourite animal is a... Let me just, like, tune into you. Okay, I'll think really hard. I'm thinking really hard. Come on, send it to me. Send it to me. What am I picking up? What am I picking up? What am I picking up? I'm picking up a... I think it's a kangaroo. You are wrong. I I can't think. It's an elephant. I really cannot think. Like for the line. An elephant? That's not a zoo animal. You absolute buffoon. Yes, it is. Elephant is not a zoo animal. You don't find elephants in a zoo. You find yes. them in a safari. You go to a zoo, there's elephants. No, you're telling me you go down to Marwell Zoo, you're seeing an elephant. You're having me on. You're I've having not, a giggle. I've not been to that zoo, so I don't know. But Twycross Zoo. What zoo have you been to? Any other zoo. Paynton Zoo near us in Exeter. Nah. Every zoo I've been to has elephants. Nah. What do you mean elephants aren't a zoo animal? I've never seen an elephant in a zoo. Not once. What? Never. That is a you. That's a you thing. That 100%, I promise you, the people listening to this are going to be like, that girl is silly. <laughs> Elephants, anyway, I don't even like zoos. They're bad for the animals, so you shouldn't be supporting these zoos that you've been to. Oh, Shame I'm, on you. Shame. Shame. I'm an animal Shame. In animals in general, but they <laughs> have to be in a zoo. And that was what how the question was worded. Oh, I don't like that question. That's really offensive. Okay. Oh, well, do you know what I'm going to say now? Congratulations, Ralph. You won. You got the money. You got all the grace and decorum of a reversing dump truck. <laughs> what an episode of Come Down to Me that was. Oh, fantastic episode. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Whilst you're swiftly on. Yeah, whilst you're Okay, let's not. Do you want... No, we are moving on with this. It's a nice little feeder. We are pros now, so we know how to do that. Um, (laughs) Whilst you're annoyed, do you want to talk about a very annoying tweet slash series of tweets that I sent to you this week? Yes, we would love to talk about this. So Ralph has made me aware of a situation to do with Alex Hartley. Um, She is a female cricketer and there is someone on Twitter trolling her, um, calling her fat and fat shaming her, Um, which is nothing of... Fat shaming is straight up wrong. It's There's no place for it. and we need to get past seeing the word fat as a negative thing because fat does not mean unhealthy. That's not what that means. Um, so, Ralph, do you want to explain the tweets or do you have yeah, them to hand? So basically, Alex Hartley, for anyone who doesn't know, um, she used to play, well, she still plays cricket. She used to play for England uh, and she's now gone into the presenting world and is doing a really, really good job at it. And a guy tweeted her to say that, in some photos that she recently posted that he thought that she'd put on a lot of weight and should maybe consider um, going on a diet. 
which is absolutely so unacceptable. It's unbelievable. I was I was mm. seething when I sent forward these on to you because I was just mm. like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. But a Alex Hartley is a very, very healthy individual who does a lot of sport, a lot of exercise. Um, she's a professional athlete, for goodness sake. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know where he's pulled this from and where how he's decided this because, I mean, it's not for anyone to judge on someone's weight, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have noticed a picture from then and a picture of before at all because she looked exactly the same to me. Um mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I just think it's completely unacceptable, A, to, to even comment on someone's weight and B, he was so insistent on it when people were replying to him and saying, look, you can't say that. He was so insistent on making her aware that she'd put weight on, which yeah. is so detrimental to someone's mental health. Massively, yeah. Um, the thing as well, when I was going through the tweets that he had said, um, I'm not don't say the figure because it could be a trigger warning but he said a certain number saying oh you must be at least blah blah this many pounds mm-hmm. and I looked at that figure and I and I thought that figure is very low I weigh more than the the number that he said um and if I was I'm quite confident if I if I wasn't if I was really going through something about my body mentally then that would really probably trigger me into making some unhealthy decisions mm. um yeah so I- it's not only the fact that this could be the result of, of her mental health. It could be anyone reading that that could result in that. That's that's really true. That's a really good point that you make there. Um, I So Alex Hartley actually tweeted this guy back and took that figure mm. that he gave and put it into, like converted it to, because I, th- I think he put it in, what does Pounds, he I think. Pounds, yeah. That yeah. So she converted it into kilograms and it was actually lower so the figure that he'd given to say, oh, you must be over this weight was actually lower than the average female weight for her age group. And so she replied mm-hmm. back to him and said, yeah. one, this figure that you've given would actually suggest that I'm underweight. I'm healthily underweight. Yeah. Yeah. And B, I'm actually lower than that anyway. So like, what are you talking about to say that I'm fat and unhealthy? It's yeah, it's ridiculous. I think especially like the, the way that people look and the you've got to take into consideration is it's not just how much you weigh that doesn't consider muscle mass um fat ratio your height what's healthy for your personal body type you know we could for example me and ralph could have the exact same diet and we could look completely different it's, it's just how life works it's not a one size fits all type type thing it's really not so First of all, using a figure like that is just so damaging to so many people's mindsets. And also that's probably really damaging to Alex herself. She's every day, she's seeing these comments from strangers saying, you're fat, you're fat. Like, what's that going to do to her? It's yeah. it's just disgusting to see it. And even more so as she's moving into this commentary world and she is on the TV playing as well. Mm. So she's a face on the TV and that's mm. where you can get can get concerned about your own appearance because other people are looking at you and watching you um so yeah yeah and, and she is also relatively at the beginning of her career I mean she has been doing commentary for a while now but I think there's still a long way for her to go in the commentary world because she's really- yeah she's got a yeah she's got a hell of a career ahead of her oh, I think um you know I think I'm not sure 
what demographic do you listen to our podcast but if there, are, if there are any younger people out there specifically younger girls then it's really important to to make note that you know you if you don't look like people you see on the media that's okay you know weight doesn't define you mm-hmm. um and just because someone has an opinion that you're fat doesn't mean you are as long as you're healthy and you're happy that's all that matters so yeah, it's, it's quite an upsetting one to see because you think you're this far along 2022 to say to a professional athlete, you are fat it, consistently as well. Like, come on, have a day off. Mm. Agreed. And I don't think we should give any more um, mm. profile to that guy because I don't think he needs, he's probably just looking for attention, to be honest. And I suppose we've given a little bit there, but only in context yeah. of making people aware of it um but other than that I don't think we should give him any more limelight no um yeah I mean I think that the purpose of bringing up isn't to talk about him it's to talk about how wrong it is and to make sure that you know she feels supported and everyone else has support as well 100% look at us women and everyone else (laughs) when don't we what bloody legends we are right is it advice time it could well be it bloody could well be no i think we need a jingle for the advice section seeing as it's a, a regular every week thing i'm gonna let mm. you take this one away okay do you need advice because we have the advice okay cool <laughs> should try it again should we do it at the same time <laughs> okay do you need advice because we have the advice okay maybe extend the the second advice so it's like advice okay i don't know we'll see how it goes (laughs) ready three two one do Do you you need the advice (laughs) (laughs) different times okay i'll tell you what you do it and i'll put some extra noises in no, I think we should do it together. We can do it. Come on. Do you want to count down? Three, two, one. Do you need a Do you need the advice? Because we have the Ralph. I think it's because our things are out of sync. Oh, to me that sounded like we were in sync. Yeah, we weren't. Okay. Well, if I if I sing it, can you put yours over the top? Yeah. Okay. Editing? okay. <laughs> Feels like I'm under pressure now. Do you need, oh, what is it? Do you need, do you need the advice? Because we have the advice. Okay, now I'll go. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Compose me. You got this. Do you need advice? Because we can give you the advice. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at you. It's like you put an accent on for me. I'm not sure why. Do you need advice? Because we can give you advice. Advice. <laughs> oh my life. Okay, should we get to the advice? Yeah, you go first because I need to think about my advice for this week. Mm. Oh, actually, no, I know what it is. I know what it is. Go for it. Uh, let, I'll still let you go first. Okay. Um, my advice will be 
no matter it's going to be a deep one if we're on camera i'd want to like zoom in go dark spotlight on me like that kind of moment okay no matter where you are no matter what you've experienced live your own journey do not let others determine your journey for you if you're doing something that maybe you think i could be doing more give it time the universe has a plan for you trust yourself trust your abilities and believe and you will achieve drop mic that's really powerful and i'm glad that you did that um but now i'm wishing that i went first because mine doesn't meet up to that standard i was just gonna say that everyone should try (laughs) some rosemary and sea salt rivita thins with hummus it's really good (laughs) it's the snack that i found today and yeah really good Uh, i like the uh, i like the suggestion i'm not sure if it's relevant to what we've discussed but i like it yeah but it will i do like it feed you so then Can you have energy to listen to the rest of our next podcasts. There we go. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Can you describe how these crackers make you feel in three words? Yeah, so they make me feel blessed. Oh. Yeah, they make me feel warm inside. I mean, I know that's mm. more than one word, but. And they make me feel more hungry because I'm just obsessed by them. They're so Moorish. So, so guys, you need to buy these crackers because they make you feel blessed, warm and hungry. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Interesting advice. That, but okay. They're your words, my friend, not mine. They don't pay for our podcast yet, so. No, but if anyone would like to pay us, that would be bloody useful. I cannot lie. <laughs> It wouldn't go down badly. I'd be pretty, pretty happy to be honest with you. But yeah. So sponsor us now. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, get in touch. Give us an email. Yeah. All right. Should we say our goodbyes? Then the next podcast that yeah. we record, we're going to record in person. Yes, and this leads me to a really exciting point. So I messed up with. Um, our good friend called Dins. Uh, I saw her on Friday for dinner, which is really oh, cute, yeah. or Thursday for dinner. Um, and she would be honoured to come on the podcast. She re- she was really hoping we would ask her. Oh, fabulous news. She'll be excellent. She'll probably take my job in, in future because she'll be too good. That's what I'm hoping. I'm really hoping she will. I could do a different co-host. I might... Um... <laughs> I might, as I'm editing, I might just like crop bits out and make a sandwich. I don't think it'd be possible though. I don't think, I think she's <laughs> words. She's a blooming legend. I love her to pieces. Yes. Yeah, she's great. All and right. she's really excited. We just need to ask our other guests now. Hopefully she'll be a surprise reveal next week. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Now it's football mm. time. Football time. Come on, England. Come on. Come on. Bye. Say your goodbyes. Bye. Goodbye. We haven't sung a song. Uh, goodbye, my lover. Bye, loser. Last time. Um, my lover. We did that, yeah. Yeah. This is the end. Count your breath. No. This is the end. Hold your breath and count. Ten. Yeah, okay. Bye.
Bye. Recording ended.